ignition running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Well, I was actually not going to talk about the Speaker Ralston story today so much because there's so much other news, but there's been a big development in the David Ralston story, and I'm not talking about the resolution, but a resolution has been filed to remove the Speaker. Uh, I'll give you the update on that, and the the sponsor of that resolution, David Clark, will be joining me at 438. Welcome, it's Eric Erickson here, Atlanta's Evening News, the phone number 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. To get to the big story from the AJC today on this Ralston situation, we need to go to last night in WSB-TV. WSB-TV had an interview with David Ralston last night where he was responded to the AJC story, and I want to play you this bit from David Ralston before telling you the AJC story today because it completely sheds light on the AJC story. Listen, this is Speaker Ralston last night on WSB-TV. I followed the law in every respect. He followed the law in, in every respect. Now, what was that? I, I heard, Jason, I heard you say something. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So we got David Ralston saying he followed the law. He followed the law. I followed the law in every respect. He followed the law in every respect. Well, <laughs> this is the latest development in the AJC story. Turns out... David Ralston changed the law. For a century, elected lawmakers who make their living as attorneys could only cite the law to delay court while the General Assembly was in session and for three weeks after. But in 2006, lawmakers in the House and Senate passed Senate Bill 503, which expanded the privilege to cover any time a lawmaker's presence elsewhere is required. Originally, the bill dealt with unrelated legal issues, then passed through the House and Senate in different forms. On the final day of that year's session, then-House Speaker Glenn Richardson named David Ralston, then the chair of the House Judicial Non-Civil Committee, to a joint conference committee to work out the differences. Although it's unknown what role Ralston played in conference negotiations, the legislation that emerged included the language that Ralston began applying to his law practice. It came before the House for approval just 90 minutes before the session's required end at midnight. Well, well, well. So David Ralston was on the committee that passed this. Now, here's another clip from David Ralston last night with WSB-TV. I have done nothing wrong, and I've done nothing unethical. I have not used this to my advantage. Not used this to his advantage. Keep in mind, we've got a we've got a criminal defendant who says he paid David Ralston $20,000 and that he was worth every penny, and in the co- course of the conversation with the AJC, he says uh, this is what he wanted Ralston to do. And, and I've talked to a number of people up in North Georgia who say it's well known he delays these cases. Now we got to go to a story that has been uncovered overnight after the Ralston interview. This story was uncovered overnight. It's from 2013 from WSB-TV. Channel 2 Action News, again, this is 2013, Channel 2 Action News has learned that justice has been delayed yet again for a local woman whose husband and daughter were killed in a car crash nearly a decade ago. Again, this story is from 2013, and this was eight and a half years prior. 
Channel 2's Tony Thomas exposed last year how a law allows lawmakers who are attorneys to delay trials. A Amanda Mosher says it's been eight and a half years since a horrible wreck killed her husband, Joey Trulove, and her daughter, Haley Trulove. Mosher and their son, Joshua Trulove, survived the crash. Authorities charged Walter Layson with two counts of vehicular homicide. He pleaded not guilty and is not out on bond and is represented by Georgia Speaker of the House David Ralston. Thomas talked to Mosher last year about how the case has been delayed time and time again. Now it's happening again. Thomas, for WSB-TV, obtained a letter from Ralston telling a Gilmer County judge he's just too busy to go to court in eight different criminal trials, including the one against Layson. Think about that. Now listen to this. This is, the, this is amazing. A month before Layson's criminal trial date, David Ralston wrote to the court saying he's too busy. It's a law called legislative leave, and the judges cannot deny it. WSB-TV's investigation in 2013 found that Ralston had used it 129 times in 87 cases since he sat on that conference committee in 2006 and changed the law. The latest request in 2013 added another eight cases delayed by the speaker. That is amazing. That is amazing. In 2013, he had already used this provision. And again, the AJC breaking the story today, David Ralston sat on the committee. He sat on the committee on the conference committee that changed this law and rushed it through and got it passed 90 minutes before midnight in 2006. And since between then and 2013, he used it 129 times in 87 cases. And now even more than that, some of the outstanding cases, according to the AJC report last week, one of the cases, the charges are electronically furnishing obscene material to minors, enticing a child for a decent purposes. Happened in 2008. The case is still ongoing, delayed 10 years. Another case of vehicular homicide happened in 2005. It was delayed eight years. Rape, statutory rape, two counts of child molestation, three counts of child molestation, and simple assault happened in 2012, delayed six years. Assault and battery for headbutting a female and biting her, 2014, delayed four years. We know that this one, one case involves a 14-year-old allegedly raped by an evangelist who is staying at her home, and the case five years later, she's 20 years old now, still hasn't gone to trial. You know, I wonder if there's now, if this law is unconstitutional, because remember, we've amended the state constitution now, and one of the, for a victim's rights legislation, and one of the pieces of the victim's rights legislation is that there can be no needless delays. There can be no needless delays in getting a victim justice. So I wonder if this, this law now is unconstitutional, and, and David Ralston might be helping overturn this for all of the lawyers in the legislature, not just himself. But this is really, this actually is amazing. Uh, again, in 2013, David Ralston had said on the committee, the AJC reporting this morning, David Ralston uh, was on the conference committee where this provision got slipped in unnoticed at the last minute, passed this law 2006, and between 2006 and 2013, he used it 129 times in 87 cases. We know from a criminal defendant, the guy paid Ralston $20,000. This sounds like it's a business model. 
It sounds to me like the speaker changed the law and turned it into a business model for his practice. I mean, that's what it sounds like. Listen to these other clips. These are from WSB-TV last night. Interview with David Ralston. To say that, that I'm thwarting justice and I'm putting the public at risk, uh, I mean, those are things that are just completely not me. Well, he says they're not him, but again, one of the pending cases that hasn't gone to trial, the charges are rape, statutory rape, two counts of child molestation, three counts of child molestation, simple assault, delayed six years, the alleged crime in 2012, and there's never been a trial. Uh, or another one that's been delayed for four years, assault and battery for headbutting a female and biting her. Listen to what he says on this. To say that that I'm thwarting justice and I'm putting the public at risk, uh, I mean, those are things that are just completely not me. I've never, ever had that conversation with a client. I'm going to continue representing the people of the 7th House District, and I'm going to continue being the Speaker of the House. Never, ever had that conversation with a client about, about paying him money for him to lay the case. Uh, do you have to have that conversation when you've got the reputation already? It's been all over the news that this is what you do. This isn't the sort of thing you have to have the conversation with the client about. This is, and by the way, there's more to the story. I'm told that's going to be coming next week. And, and can I just point out a couple of things? One, it's really amazing to me that just a couple of years ago, we had local news outlets in Atlanta trekking to Savannah to do exposés on the sinister conservative group, ALEC, that writes model legislation. There's nothing sinister about it. One of the other news networks in town uh, did a hit job on the American Legislative Exchange Council. They were meeting in Savannah. They did this huge expose, made it sound super sinister. They can't, none of the other news outlets in Atlanta are pursuing this story. This is actually a profound indicator of how far local journalism has fallen. Atlanta's got some thriving news networks. Now, I'm biased here. WSB TV and the AJC are all part of the Cox Media Group along with this radio station. So I'm, I'm a little biased here, but it's stunning to me that none of the other local media outlets, even the, the local public radio station, none of them are pursuing the story. None of them. And none of the news outlets in the rest of the state are pursuing the story, which is also profound. You know, it's, it's really easy to get people in Atlanta fired up about the story because I got a microphone and I'm not afraid to use it. But in Savannah, Valdosta, Tifton, Macon, Cordell, Albany, Columbus, Rome, uh, you name where else are people going to hear about the story? This is the speaker abusing his power, and he says he's not, but it's very clear, and the story is continuing to develop. Resolution has been dropped in the House of Representatives to have him removed, and you know the other profound thing? The Democrats are not doing anything. Stacey Abrams refusing to come out and criticize David Ralston. Now, I thought we were supposed to believe all women. A bunch of women have come forward and said that they can't have their day in court against the men who harmed them because of David Ralston. A bunch of women have come forward and said they want their day in court, and the Democrats aren't helping them. Why aren't the Democrats helping these victims by standing up to the Speaker? The only people thus far willing to stand up against the Speaker are Representatives Colton Moore, Matt Gertler, Kevin Cook, Michael Caldwell, Scott Turner, Sherry Gilligan, David Stover, Karen Mathiak, David Clark, who's the sponsor, Ken Pullen, and Jeff Jones. We're working on trying to get other sponsors. You need to text your state representative 
Uh, you can you can text the word speaker to three four five three four five. I will set it up so you can call your state representative and tell them to sponsor David Clark's legislation. Why aren't the Democrats sponsoring it? You have these victims coming forward with their horrific stories. They're waiting on justice years removed from when the when the incident happened, when the crime allegedly occurred. And the Democrats aren't standing up for him. Where's Beth Moore on this? She's a brand new state representative. Challenged the Republicans, said she was going to challenge the status quo. And she's done nothing. Where is where is Alex Kaufman? Where is Betsy Holland? Where is Matthew Wilson? Where is Greg Kennard? Where is Jasmine Clark? Where are these Democrats? Where is Mary Robichaux? Where are they? They're not sponsoring this resolution. They're Democrats. Were they liars? They ran and said they were going to stand up to the Republicans. Here's your opportunity to stand up to a speaker who clearly is using his power to delay and deny justice. And they're taking their marching orders from the state Democratic Party, which is protecting David Ralston. It should be eye-opening to all of you that the state Democratic Party is refusing to take on the Republican speaker. Why is that? Because maybe they like him a little more than Republicans should like him. Just a quick time out to tell you about this week's sponsor, and it is my favorite toothbrush, Quip. And I don't just say that because they're the sponsor of this program. I've actually used Quip for two years or longer now. In fact, I'm getting my, um, so I'm having to do the Invisalign, the braces thing, and I really don't like it. But every time I go, my doctor asks if I'm using uh, teeth whitener, bleach on my teeth. and No, I got sensitive gums. I can't do it. Um, but the reason he keeps asking me is because of the progress from the Quip Electric Toothbrush. Uh, the lack of tartar and plaque buildup has been amazing. I can get to the very back of my mouth because it's so well designed. I really do like this toothbrush. My wife uses one now as well, and I highly recommend them. And the Quip starts at just $25 if you go to getquip.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K. Go right now, and you're going to get your first refill pack free with the Quip Electric Toothbrush. A refill pack, yeah. You get your brush heads every three months for just 5 bucks. You get a new brush head. And that's your first refill pack for free if you go to getquip.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K, getquip.com slash Eric. So here's what I'm going to do. We might as well stir things up over the weekend. I've got the district phone numbers. In some cases, they're office numbers or cell phones or whatnot for a good number of members of the State House of Representatives. And I'm going to send them to you if you text speaker to 345-345. Hey, it, it's, the, it's, it's on the State House website. It, it, you go to the State House, you look up your state rep. This is the number they say to call them at. So it's public information. And you can spend your time if you see your state rep listed and call them that way. Because so many of you are getting the switchboard and they're sending you to voicemail and you're not able to get them. You can get them this way. Tell them they need to sponsor David Clark's resolution. Now, David Clark, the state representative who was brave enough, had the testicular fortitude enough to drop the resolution under his name to oust the speaker he's going to be calling in and joining me at 4 38 uh more on this this ralston story is developing if you missed it if you're just tuning in uh ajc reporting today david ralston himself was the one who sat on a committee and helped change the law that he's now using looks like as a business model It's Eric Erickson here, Atlanta's Evening News. This Ralston story continuing to develop. More stories I hear are coming in the local media related to his use of his position to keep clients' criminal trials from ever going to court. Joining me now is probably the bravest man in the state of Georgia. That is State Representative David Clark. Welcome to the program. 
Thank you, Eric. It's an honor to be on the show. So I, I got to ask you, you, you filed a resolution to to call on the speaker to be removed, and uh, you've got some good conservatives signing up, but I'm suspecting that people are running scared. They definitely are. You know, it's just going to take people having spine, stepping up, and, and I think through these next few days, the pressure's going to come down, and they definitely know it's right. I had I had I was supposed to have chairman on the entire front page, the top six, and um, you know, last minute, um, they backed out. So I know we have a number of supporters. It's just, you know, stepping up and actually putting a name on the on the paper on the resolution. So now, tell me. This actually is uh, because even, for example, a lot of local reporters don't want to cover the story because they're afraid they'll, their access will be cut. And you, you've got chairman of committees who who support it, but they don't want to do it unless the tide turns enough so they can have an easy vote. Uh, tell me what it's like to, to stand up to leadership in the state house. It's tough. Um, you know, um, I just came out last uh, yesterday evening, so um, I still have my chair- chairmanship for now. But I, I, I think the tough thing is a lot of people, they hold the chairmanship as that defines them. And I look at it as, you know, I was elected by my people in my district, and it does not, it, it does not define me. You know, it's what I do down there, being honorable. Um, and you just have to be willing to lose it all for what's right. So it's tough. I mean, it's tough because there's a lot to lose. Your bills might get killed. Nothing will move. Um, and you'll get put on, you know, bad committees. So, I mean, I, this could be political suicide, but I think it's all about doing what's right. Well, now tell me in your mind, why is this the right thing to do? I, you know, simple for me is the evidence is out. I believe it's 100 percent true. Rostin, Speaker Rostin has not come out, um, been able to dispute it at all with any fact, any truth. And the simple thing for me is I have a nine month baby girl who's my world. And I was thinking on just one of those cases that's almost gone for six years where a woman was, I mean, well, she was a girl, 14, raped. She's now 20. She's still waiting for just one day in court for justice. And Speaker Austin has done so many continuances, um, I think, making excuses. And so my thing is, if that was my baby girl, how would I feel? That's wrong. It's immoral and it's abuse of power that Speaker Austin is using uh, through his position. Well, look, I think it is super admirable of you to do this, and, and I know there's just unbelievable pressure. I, I just, again, I, I mentioned before we came into, before we went to commercial break earlier, the, the lack of press coverage of this, and I know from talking to reporters outside of WSB and, and the AJC that even they're fearful of doing this because they know how vindictive the speaker can be and they don't want their access cut. Uh, they've got to still be able to generate political stories, so it, it's really brave of you to do this and also understandable why people are running and hiding, even if they privately are supporting you, but private support isn't enough to actually get the vote to happen. It's not. And if I have to pay for it, um, so be it, you know, my faith is my number one thing that carries me to stand for what's right. And then the second is um, for my time, you know, service my country, uh, serving overseas, serving combat, having those brothers who never came back. And, you know, that's ultimate sacrifice. So if I lose something, lose a chairmanship, um, you know, get shunned, then so be it. Um, I'm glad to do it because if that was my girl again, if it was anybody's daughter, granddaughter, wife, whatever, you know, you would stand for her. So if they can't come out and sign that resolution and say she deserves justice and deserves a day in court, then, you know, that shows that you're spineless and you have no true 
morals and a moral compass that's going to guide you. Well, let me ask you real quick, uh, where are the Democrats on this? Because there, there really aren't any Democrats joining on right now. You would think that they would be willing to stand up on this. Well, I think what I see is this is a Republican issue. You know, this is we need to stand up. You know, if we're going to be say that we all be part that stands up for morals and values, you know, and we call out corruption, um, then we need to call it on ourselves. And if we can call it towards the other side and we can call out our own, then who are we as a party? I'm going to always be Republican. I've been a Republican since, since I was a young boy because of what the Republican Party has stood for. Um, and so I think this is a critical moment here in Georgia, even in our nation, to, to, to really stand for who we are as a party, because um, I believe we are the party of the future, but there's a few things we have to stand on. Well, look, I agree with you. What, what can people do to help you? Big thing is please call in. I mean, call your state representative. Call also your state senator. Call them all. Put the pressure. Let them know, because anybody who reads that article about the cases and what's going on, would say it's an absolute abuse of power and it's immoral and it's wrong. And Speaker Austin says he broke, it's not illegal. But you know what? Just because he, he, he found some loopholes to use a bill that was passed that allows him, you know, to make excuses for not showing up to court saying he's busy when 81% of his continuances were while he was out of session, that's just wrong. And if he can't do both jobs, that's why he needs to step down as Speaker because he, obviously cannot handle all these court cases and they've been going on for five six ten years well listen state representative david clark i appreciate you stopping by on this i really do and, and good luck to you and we'll keep trying to build pressure to get sponsors on your resolution like, and I'll, I'll say one last thing we will sure. we will lose the house in close districts over this in 2020 mellows will say republicans don't stand up for justice for victims or the accused it cuts both ways and above all wrong is wrong no matter the loopholes and he's using um, his actions and saying they're not illegal, but Speaker Rawson is abusing his power. Absolutely. Thank you very much. State Representative David Clark, he's absolutely right. The Republicans will lose the House in 2020 if they don't stand up on this because the Democrats will make it an issue. Suburban mothers will remember. Folks, what you need to do is you need to tell your state representatives to support David Clark's resolution. And again, I, I cannot help but point out, you've got Democrats who ran in 2018 and said they needed to hold the Republicans accountable, that the Republicans were unethical. It wasn't just elections. Republicans were unethical. You can't even get Stacey Abrams. The media asked her today what she thought about David Ralston, and she wouldn't say anything. She's out there calling Republicans unethical, but she's protecting David Ralston. Why is that? Why is Stacey Abrams protecting David Ralston? Hmm? Why is Bob Trammell, the Democratic leader in the House now, protecting David Ralston? Hmm? Why are these Democratic women who ran in 2018 to hold Republicans accountable and, and not behold, be beholden to party? I mean, that's one of the things. Uh, Mary Robichaux uh, up in Roswell, Beth Moore, uh, some of these people, Jasmine Clark, uh, even Greg Kennard and, and others, Alex Kaufman, they ran that they weren't going to be Democrats first. They weren't going to be Democrats first. They were going to be citizens of Georgia first. They were going to stand up, not just to the Republicans, they were going to stand up to their own party. None of them will sponsor this resolution. Why won't people like Jasmine Clark and Greg Kennard and, and Betsy Holland and Matthew Wilson and Beth Moore and Mary Robichaux, all these people beat Republicans saying they were going to be citizens first and, and partisans second? Why won't they stand up and do the right thing? 
maybe because they were lying to voters in 2018, then they're going to wait in 2020 and say, oh, we got to get rid of Speaker Ralston. But right now, they should be they should be standing up for the platform they ran on, and they're not. Why aren't the Democrats in the Georgia House standing up and saying this is wrong right now? Why aren't they doing it? Ask yourself. You've heard all of the facts. You've heard from the victims. And the Democrats in the State House of Representatives who were telling you to believe all the women with Brett Kavanaugh, they're suddenly uninterested in these female victims. Why exactly is that? The phone number here on Atlanta's Evening News, and we do have to move on. There actually is other news beyond the Speaker of the House. Uh, we'll get back into this later. Um, we do need to get there with the other news, but the phone number here, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I want to go to the phones to Sarah calling from Gainesville. You're next. Welcome. Hi, Eric. Thanks so much for taking my call. I just sure. wanted to um, reach out real quick um, and, and piggyback off of your comment that suburban moms will remember. Um, 25 years ago, I was baptized by Representative Doug Collins, and I've yet to reach out on any topic yet to make a comment at all, uh, a longtime listener, and I'm just absolutely incensed with this, Eric. I, I can't even believe it's a debate. Um, I'm... I'm just at a loss how people are um, not, <laughs> I don't know. Thanks yeah, for yeah, my- it's, it's, listen, Sarah, I, I appreciate it. And, and your frustration is very typical out there, particularly of the moms. You're telling me that the Republicans in Georgia would rather stand behind this guy and have the victims appear in ads against them next year then throw him overboard to protect their majority and do the right thing. As David Clark pointed out, Representative David Clark, it's actually doing the right thing is telling David Ralston, you clearly can't do two jobs, so go be a lawyer and stop being speaker. Uh, it's doing the right thing for the victims. It's doing the right things for the people whose cases are lingering out there. Uh, let them go have their day in court and, and be found not guilty. Uh, this is about David Ralston keeping these things going and going and going, and he's done it to people. Remember, some uh, a client of his filed a bar complaint against him. He wanted his case resolved, and David Ralston kept extending it. He clearly isn't capable of being a lawyer and speaker at the same time. So let him go be a lawyer. Uh, speaker's only a part-time job anyway, or at least it's supposed to be. Uh, but I will tell you this. You Republicans in the House of Representatives, I know you're listening right now. Speaker Ralston, I know you've got people listening right now. The question for the Republicans in the House of Representatives is, do they want Speaker Ralston or do they want Speaker Bob Trammell? Because if they stay with Speaker Ralston, they're going to get Speaker Trammell. Bob Trammell, the Democratic leader in the House, will be Speaker in 2021 if the Republicans do not get rid of David Ralston right now. Because the Democrats will use this issue. Why do you think Stacey Abrams is holding her fire? Because she's going to use this in 2020 against the Republicans in the suburbs where she was able to make amazing inroads. When we come back, Trump derangement syndrome in Washington. It's nine after the hour here in Atlanta, and well, there's rain in the area on this Friday evening. It was bound to happen, wasn't it? 
north of the city, and then out I-20 towards Alabama, the Douglasville, Villarica area. There's some rain. The Woodstock area, Holly Springs, you got some rain. It's moving into the uh, the coming area, rather. Uh, Alpharetta and Roswell going to get some rain, and then heavy in parts of middle Georgia, too. But it's not nearly as bad as it has been, thankfully. Man, by the way, just as a total aside, I drove home last night and was only able to do about 50 on the interstate. The fog was so bad. I mean, literally could not see the far lane from where I was on the interstate at, at times, the fog. I've never driven in fog that bad. It was so, so awful. Um, okay, so a listener took me up on what I suggested the other day, which is those of you who consider yourself activist-oriented should show up at the state capitol when the legislature is meeting and film your state representatives. Go up to them with your iPhone or Android video running and ask them, are you going to support David Clark's resolution? What do you think of the speaker's situation? And get them on video. Name and shame the ones who won't stand up. Uh, many of them actually agree with State Representative David Clark and they don't want to do it. So anyway, so listener did this and he did it to the speaker himself. I mean, talk about, wow, fortitude. The, the, <laughs> and the speaker's staff, there's other speaker's SUV pulls up, gets out, and they go to Great Lakes to walk all the way around the Capitol building so they don't have to go by this guy with his camera. <laughs> I mean, it's very conscious. The staff's like, oh, no, the guy's coming. We got to go in this other door. So they don't even go up the steps. They go all the way around to avoid this guy with the camera. You guys, you, I, I love you. I have the best listeners in talk radio. I genuinely love you. Uh, if there's one thing that I have a true passion before besides radio, it has always been activism. When, when, when Red State started back in, uh, when did Russ, 2011, 2010, 2011. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, it was, it was 2005 when it started. I was really, really passionate about activism. And when Red State started, it was long form think pieces. And when I took over, I, it was really about grassroots activists. That's one reason with the, with the, um, resurgent gathering, uh, I try to keep the cost low and rely on sponsors and have uh, make it so that grassroots activists can come. Like so, CPAC is this coming week in DC, and it's it's really expensive unless you're a college student. Then you might be able to go for free, and and you, you get basically if you're a sponsor, you can put anybody on stage and say, hey, this is conservative, whether it is or not. So much of it is is more grifter conference than conservative conference, and I. I Try not to do that with the resurgent gathering and, and keep it small. By the way, I'm going to D.C. next week, not for CPAC. Uh, I am going to go invite the the vice president to come to the resurgent gathering. I don't know whether they'll be able to or not, um, but I'm going to extend an open invitation to the White House uh, to uh, send somebody to the resurgent gathering. It's going to happen in Atlanta in August. Um, but I just, I have a real passion for grassroots activism and I always have, even before I was in politics and then became a political activist, a political consultant, a campaign manager, and then a lawyer who delved into election law, just trying to get people fired up. Um, I just really, 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 uh, want to, uh, want to get people involved. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, several friends of mine have pointed out, I said Alex Kaufman earlier and I apologized to Alex Kaufman. Um, it is, it, he is not the person it's Josh McLaurin. Uh, J Alex Kaufman ran against Josh McLaurin and I got the, the data wrong. Josh McLaurin is a Democrat, uh, in uh, the suburbs of Atlanta who ran and he claimed he was going to be a Georgian before he was a Democrat, that he would go to the state house and, and unlike those Republicans, he was going to be Georgia first, not party first. And Josh McLaurin is absolutely silent on this 
Ralston Resolution. Absolutely silent. Has not signed it. Is not a sponsor. Josh McLaurin. Um, my apologies to Alex Kaufman for, for him. It was the other way around. Josh McLaurin beat Alex Kaufman in that race. Josh McLaurin is the Democrat uh, who won. And he said he was going to put the, the state over the party. And yet he is exceedingly silent on the David Ralston issue. Maybe people need to give Josh McLaurin a call and find out why he's not calling for the speaker. Is he going to be led by his party or is he going to be his own man? This Robert Kraft situation, have, have you heard? There, There's a Rams joke in there somewhere. <laughs> I've had so many emails and text messages today about the the, the, the deflated ball scandal from the, the Patriots and Tom Brady after this story. If you would think if you're 80 some odd years old, you could go the Donald Trump route and hire film stars instead of uh, going to the Asian theme massage parlor. Now, there's a story out this evening. So I'm sorry for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about. They're going to yell at me. So context, context. So Robert Kraft is the the billionaire owner of the New England Patriots, and he's been whipped up into a frenzy or into a frenzy. He's been whipped up into a scandal frenzy because the police uh, in a sting operation found down in Florida, he had gone to a um, <clears throat> an Asian themed massage parlor Apparently didn't get a happy enough ending from the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> Apparently he's not the biggest name they found. The other names have not come out, but uh, there are numerous uh, reports, including from ESPN, that uh, there's more to this story than just him. Pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, more on that will come out. I, I want to spend a few minutes here on Trump derangement syndrome as it's affecting the Democrats. If you'll remember, there were people, the, the birther crisis, they, they were they were just crazy, crazy in this um, situation with uh, Obama's birth certificate. I actually banned birthers from red state uh, back in the day. And I know some of you are just convinced Obama was a closet sleeper cell terrorist Muslim of one from Kenya who grew up in Indonesia and whatnot. Uh, the whole thing to me was nonsense. Nonetheless, uh, in Kansas, the Republicans tried to put on the ballot that you would have to show your birth certificate to be on the ballot. And ultimately, they decided not to do that. Well, New Jersey has gone a step further with Trump derangement syndrome. Uh, you're going to have to show your federal income tax returns to be on the ballot in New Jersey if you're running for president. Only if you're running for president. Uh, that is Trump derangement syndrome, and it is a terrible precedent, and everyone on both sides of the aisle should be opposed to requiring something that's it's not a qualification for office and requiring documentation of something that's not a qualification for office to give you ballot access. It is terrible. You should not support this. Imagine those of you in Georgia who are opposed to even showing your driver's license to vote. Would you really like the Republicans adding ballot access requirements of documentation you got to show in order to run for office. Would you really want to go that way? Everybody should oppose this. Or look at the IRS. You had the guy yesterday arrested in California for leaking Michael Cohen's uh, private tax information related to his business because he hated Trump. Or look at Reality Winner who uh, leaked the conversation between the president and the Australian prime minister. Or look at all the, the rise of fake hate crimes. You know we're at record high now, not for hate crimes in this country, but for fake hate crimes where they're blaming Trump supporters. It's unbelievable. People have lost their minds. Do you know, at the end of the day, you want to know the most profound thing you'll hear all week, and it really is true. You're not going to like it when I tell you this, but it actually is really true. 
this president, but for his Twitter feed, he's a pretty conventional Republican president in terms of policy delivery. He's not done a whole lot of stuff wackadoo in terms of policy. He's done a lot of wackadoo stuff online, but he hadn't done a lot of wackadoo stuff policy-wise. He's a pretty conventional Republican president. The hysteria over the president, the madness about the president, is orders of magnitude greater than reality. Even reality winner lost her mind, it seems. Of course, I guess she's in, what, she got in trouble for leaking that that transcript between the president and the Australian prime minister. The, the progressives have just lost their minds over this stuff. It's really not that awful. None of you have a life that's worse today than it was two years ago. In fact, most of you have more take-home pay thanks to tax cuts. That's actually the truth of the matter. Just a quick time out to tell you about this week's sponsor, and it is my favorite toothbrush, Quip. And I don't just say that because they're the sponsor of this program. I've actually used a Quip for two years or longer now. In fact, I'm getting my, um, so I'm having to do the Invisalign, the braces thing, and I really don't like it. But every time I go, my doctor asks if I'm using uh, teeth whitener, bleach on my teeth, and no, I got sensitive gums, I can't do it. Um, but the reason he keeps asking me is because of the progress from the Quip Electric Toothbrush. Uh, the lack of tartar and plaque buildup has been amazing. I can get to the very back of my mouth because it's so well designed. I really do like this toothbrush. My wife uses one now as well, and I highly recommend them. And the Quip starts at just $25 if you go to getquip.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K. Go right now, and you're going to get your first refill pack free with the Quip Electric Toothbrush. A refill pack, yeah. You get your brush heads every three months for just 5 bucks. You get a new brush head. And that's your first refill pack for free if you go to getquip.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K, getquip.com slash Eric. The Trump administration put forward some new regulations today in final form. I'm sure someone will sue them over it, but it'll really clamp down on Planned Parenthood. Essentially, the regulations say you can't have an abortion facility in a crisis pregnancy facility because federal money only goes to crisis pregnancy. Uh, Counseling services can't go to fund abortion. And so if you have abortion and crisis pregnancy counseling in the same building, you're essentially subsidizing the cost of the abortion facility with federal money. Trump administration saying you can't do that anymore. Uh, Really, really going to hurt Planned Parenthood if these go forward. I'm sure someone will find a liberal judge to stop them. Right now, I want to tell you about the Quip electric toothbrush. It is a better electric toothbrush. It's created by dentists and designers. It was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. It's got sensitive sonic vibrations. They're gentle enough on sensitive gums, but strong enough to help you with your tartar and plaque. I really recommend it. I have used it. In fact, what I love about it is it's got a built-in two-minute timer. Pulses every 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides. It's got a great guide by doing these pulses, and after two minutes, it turns you off. Up to 90% of us don't brush for a full dentist-recommended two minutes, and we don't clean evenly, so this really helps. And I know I've been using it for a while. I love my Quip electric toothbrush. It starts at $25 if you go to getquip.com slash Erickson. Right now, you get your first refill pack for free with the Quip electric toothbrush. That is your first refill pack for free. That is um, your first brush head for free by going to get quip.com slash Erickson. Get your Quip electric toothbrush today. You will be happy with it. Uh, Hopefully, because I really like mine. 
Oh, my goodness gracious. You, I have a homework assignment for you. I never give homework as a host. I should do this more often. When I first started, we actually did a whole little book club thing where we would all read a book and go online and chat together and, and like economics in one lesson and then hike and stuff like that. Very nerdy stuff. Um, but we haven't done anything like that. I've got a homework assignment for you, though, this weekend. I put up the in-district phone numbers for members of the State House Representatives at theresurgent.com. If you go to theresurgent.com, you will see the top post. You'll see a picture of the Gold Dome, and it'll say, your weekend homework assignment. If you click on it, uh, you'll find a link to a Google spreadsheet I have prepared. There is a highlighted column in that Google spreadsheet, and it shows you the in-district phone numbers for people. Uh, Mandy Ballinger, for example. Mandy Ballinger is in Cherokee County, and Mandy Ballinger is refusing to take a position on David Clark's resolution. So there's Mandy Ballinger's phone number in-district. You can call Mandy Ballinger and say uh, you need to sign the David Clark resolution if you're a constituent. But there's something else here. Please be polite. Please be polite. You're calling people who they're already under stress. A lot of these people really are scared to death of the speaker, uh, really scared of the speaker. And they're scared of the speaker because the speaker can challenge them, can block all of their legislation, can can take them off committees, can do all sorts of things. The speaker is very powerful and they're scared to stand up to the speaker. They're strength in numbers, though. You need to make them more scared of you than the speaker, but don't do it by behaving like the speaker. Be polite when you call these people. But if you live in Cherokee County, call Mandy Ballinger and ask, why not? Why is your name not on this resolution? Why are you not standing up to the speaker on this? It's the right thing to do. Uh, if you live uh, in, in uh, Fulton or Douglas County, call, call William Body. Ask William Body. Uh, why, why you're not doing it. Um, call John Carson. He represents parts of Cherokee and Cobb County. His, 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 his local number's on here. Call him and tell him he needs to do this. Uh, you need to do this and share the document. We were having trouble reaching people in South Georgia. If you know people in South Georgia, get them involved. Tell them they got to stand up too. make their South Georgia legislators understand this is important. Alrighty, um, one bit of housekeeping for you here before we move on to other topics and take your phone calls. And I will take your phone calls. The phone lines are still open here, 404-872-0750-1800-WSB-TALK. Uh, I'm, I'm not even going to go to housekeeping yet because there's a story breaking now on Amy Klobuchar. The New York Times has a story on her, and it's supposed to be a hit job on Amy Klobuchar and it actually it makes me kind of like this lady um she actually told a staffer one time she was very very thirsty on Capitol Hill and she looked at the staffer who should have brought her water and said to her I would trade three of you for a bottle of water right now it makes me like her. And here's another one. This this excerpt. Uh, her blistering feedback to staff was often substantially out of proportion to the offense. Uh, word choice or grammatical issues could make Miss Klobuchar extremely furious, not only in prepared text, but also in office meetings or common speech. Words like straight shooting and absolutely were known to invite her scorn. She urged staff members never to say that another senator led something and asked them to call her a co-sponsor of legislation instead of a supporter, suggesting the latter sounded weak. I, in other words, she thinks words matter. Good for her. 
it, there's nothing wrong with having a demanding boss uh, when the demanding boss uh, wants you to be uh, better than you are and pushing you to be better at all times. And that basically all the complaints about Klobuchar sound like um, she's a woman who has high expectations for staff. Nothing wrong with that. Housekeeping matter, real quick. Uh, some of you are asking, no, uh, this station, and I, I guess I, maybe I should have clarified this uh, weeks ago. The, this station does not uh, cover the texting stuff. Uh, when I tell you, for example, to text speaker to 345-345, I pay for that. Uh, WSP does not pay for that. Uh, this is me and you. Uh, I'm, I believe in helping you be activists. Uh, this is out of my pocket, not out of the station's pocket. It actually comes out of the resurgence budget. Um, being a media operation, we can do stuff like this. Uh, and if you go to theresurgent.com, there's a donate button if you want to help cover the cost of it. Because it does come out of my pocket. And it is getting very expensive after this week to do. Uh, or you can text the word donate uh, to 345 345 and help us with this. Uh, I, I do think that people who have donated 250 or more, I'm going to give them free access into the resurgent gathering in August. Uh, so they don't have to pay for that as well. But uh, yeah, if you want to help, uh, please help. It, it's not the station. I would never ask the station to cover this, um, but it is out of pocket and gets pricey. So if you want to help, help uh, so we can keep it going. Now let's go to the phones. Uh, Jeff from Helen, Georgia is calling. Jeff, how are you? Jeff? Uh-oh. We apparently, I don't know, maybe we got put on hold or something. Jeff was here. Jeff wanted to reach out to State Representative Terry Rogers, and the number Jeff had for Terry Rogers was um, un or had been disconnected. And I will tell you, if you go to theresurgent.com, up at the top of the page, you will see the nice little blue donate button at the top right, but um, it right smack if, if you're on desktop or if you're on a cell phone, if you go to theresurgent.com on your cell phone, the top story is your weekend homework assignment. It is a picture of the state capitol. If you click the spreadsheet, you will find phone numbers for every member of the state house of representatives. Here is one of the issues we have. I believe it or not, this is not a statewide show. It is an Atlanta show. I would love to be in syndication. Uh, I, I actually have been really pushing the idea that I should do like a morning show in syndication around the state and then come back here just for you guys in the afternoon and have a very Atlanta-centric show. I, I really love the idea. Yeah, it's more work, but I love this job. Uh, I, if I could have like a six-hour radio show, I would be absolutely happy. I really would. My wife is horrified that I ever say that, but I would love to do it. Nonetheless, uh, we got to get help down in South Georgia because those state representatives are feeling no heat. They're getting no phone calls. Uh, so if you have friends who live south of Atlanta, if you, they live south of Griffin, if they live in Savannah or Albany or Macon or Columbus or Augusta or even way up in Dahlonegan, Blue Ridge itself, uh, if they live up in Rome, you need to make sure they know what's going on. Uh, be, be, be an activist. Be an evangelist. Get out there and make sure they know what's going on with the Speaker of the House. Uh, they need to know. They need to know that their state representatives aren't feeling the heat. Uh, down in Tifton and Cordell and Albany and Macon and Warner Robins and uh, Valdosta and Savannah, Augusta, Columbus, they need to know what's going on. Waycross, St. Simons. You know, some of the powerful, most powerful members of the state house are way down in South Georgia. And one of the reasons is because they're more immune 
uh, to the pressure in Atlanta because the Atlanta TV and radio and newspapers don't get down there. So they put their chairman from down there and it, it makes them immune to the stuff because they never hear from constituents because their constituent, their newspapers and local TV stations, they're not talking about the speaker scandal. It, it's, it's one of the downsides of local media these days. The collapse of local media makes it harder for people to know about these scandals. So you got to do due diligence if you know people who live in those areas. By the way, heavy rain moving into the area. Powder Springs in it right now. Fair Oaks, Marietta, Smyrna, Mableton. You're going to get this rain. Roswell and Alpharetta, you'll be getting it here in a little while. Let me set this in motion so I can see the direct flow. Oh, no, Roswell, Alpharetta, you're going to get a little pass on this. Woodstock, there's more rain coming into your area. Coming, there is rain headed into your area. Um, and then down south of see Carrollton, you're probably going to get a little rain as well. Let's go back to the phones. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. Rob and Clemson, welcome. Hey, how you doing, Eric? All right, Rob. Whoa, we we got to we got to correct. So, so, are you in? Is there a Clemson, Georgia that I don't know about? Uh, no, there is not a Clemson, Georgia that you don't know about. Although I am a Bulldogs fan, born. Oh, and okay. There, all right, we'll we'll give you a pass here. Although I like Clemson. All right, good. So you won't kick me off the air. Nope, right, nope. Go ahead. All right. So I was wondering what was going on. Uh, I know of two bills in existence. One that was passed back around 2014. One that was passed either, or not passed, excuse me, introduced either this year or late last year by Senator Ted Cruz concerning legislation uh, limits, like uh, term limits for senators. Yes. Um, so the Supreme Court, Ted Cruz has introduced term limits now, I think, three or four years in a row. Uh, he's also, by the way, uh, considered introducing legislation to term limit the Supreme Court. And it would require a constitutional amendment, and he can't exactly. get yeah two thirds of the House or the Senate to go along with it. Oh, okay, so it's just sitting in uh, limbo then. Yep, pretty much until he can get two thirds of the House and the Senate to agree, it's going. And you know, it's a majority of Republicans in the Senate are opposed to it as well. Right? Yeah. I mean, you're not going to have people who are in power willingly give up power when you've got unlimited term limits currently. So yeah, exactly. I'm I first heard of it off uh, of either uh, Politico or uh, HuffPost, if you can believe it. I can't remember who exactly it was that shared it with me, but it was one of those uh, websites that I first read about it. Yeah, and you know, there, there's a growing movement for term limits around the country, but it, you just members of Congress trying to get them to give up power, it, it's not going to happen. Rob, thanks very much for the phone call. It, it's it's I go back and forth on term limits because I see the merit of term limits. At the same time, I think that people can vote someone out of office, uh, but then you see something like the Speaker accumulating power, people getting so scared of him because of his accumulated power uh, that they're, they hadn't done anything, and that's that's unfortunate. Um, people need to stand up to him. Uh, by the way, there, there's one other angle here that Republicans need to consider, and that's, that is redistricting. If they lose the House and Senate next year, Republicans lose the ability to shape lines for the next decade in the state. Are Republicans in the state house representatives in Georgia willing to gamble that the speaker issue isn't going to be a liability next year? Are they willing to gamble that they can double down on supporting the speaker and not be wiped out next year and lose the house and Senate? Cause you and I both know the reason Stacey Abrams and Bob Trammell and the rest of the Democrats are being quiet right now is because they want this issue in 2020. Is the speaker going to cost the Republicans the state legislature i suspect he is can you imagine the ad campaign next year when the victim who claims she was raped says that her attack her alleged attacker is still out there because of david ralston 
wait until those ads hit next year. You tell me the Republicans aren't in trouble next year if the Speaker stays around. That's why you need to call the Republicans and, and convince them they need to do the right thing now or they'll be punished later. <laughs> Somebody just put up a Photoshop picture of Tom Brady in a blonde wig. It said, please reveal photo of Patriots owner Robert Kraft's prostitute to the public. Ouch. Man, the jokes are going to be pouring in all weekend over Robert Kraft's story. Keep your eye on that. We'll be back on Monday. You guys have a wonderful weekend, and make sure you're on the phones calling your state representatives.